0: Hi, it's Greg and Lucky, and this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from five to nine, this is
1: what you missed. This morning, when I saw on my phone Alec Baldwin in a gun and a death, my first thought was, "Oh my gosh, he's gone the uh, the final step because he has been known for a very long time to have some anger management issues." Oh. And he, you know, he's been in fights, and when he was married uh, to Kim Basinger. Uh, he was constantly scrapping with the paparazzi. And then there right. was that time a while back when he got into the fist fight with the guy in the parking spot in Manhattan. And Oh, that's right. He's always, yeah. he's, he's always had a battle with someone. And I thought, oh, my <laughs> gosh, someone pushed him to the ultimate and he killed somebody. But turns out it was all a, a horrible accident that happened on a movie set. He's filming a movie called Rust in New Mexico, and he uh, was using a prop gun. And somehow, some way, the cinematographer was killed, and the director was uh, critically uh, injured. As uh, Alec Baldwin must have had this prop gun in his hand and fired it for whatever reason. We don't know okay. why or how. Um, a local newspaper reporting Baldwin was seen outside of the sheriff's office, of course, completely distraught and in tears, as you would think he would be. So. Now we wait and see. There'll be an investigation and obviously the movie has been shut down for now. He's a producer on it. So he's got some skin in the game here. I don't know if it's going to just get uh, canceled or if they're going to try to come back and finish it. Just a horrible situation all around.
0: Yeah. It's, it's shocking. You know, obviously. And, and you can see there was pictures of him leaving that police station and he's just mm. like absolutely distraught. Yeah. Uh, and, and you can imagine it when you are told hey this is a prop mm. then you fired it I, I thought right away of um of Brandon Lee remember the crow yeah Bruce Lee's son uh, it seemed like a very kind of similar incident like a, a real bullet mm-hmm. uh, put into the gun and uh, that was the end of his life
1: yeah you just think of like his family you know Alec Baldwin's got the, all those young kids and um And how do you bounce back from this? Right. Like, how do you end up at, say, SNL doing something? Or how do you go back to match game? You host that.
0: Yeah. Do you think you just want to disappear for a
1: while? Give it up. Yeah. Maybe just say, I'm done. And, you know, he wrote a book uh, not that long ago uh, called Nevertheless, a Memoir. And, you know, he wrote it within a decade. Uh, I read it. and It was terrific. He's very open and honest in it about his mistakes and his trials and tribulations and how his... Marriage to Kim Basinger ended and of course how, when he went off the rails with his daughter. And he also wrote another book about divorce and fatherhood and, and all the trauma that can happen to a husband and a father. Uh, you know, sometimes we focus uh, very much on the mom and the kids, but right. many a father goes through the same heartbreak. And so he, he focused on that in a second book he wrote. And he probably wrote his memoir thinking, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm over all the hurdles for the most part, <laughs> raising these <laughs> yeah. kids and, then, of course, the, after that, he went on to, the, with the SNL and the, the Trump stuff and match game. And now this, um, crazy man have to write a second autobiography because his life continues to unfold. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, we'll, uh, we'll wait and see what happens. And also, you know, his extended family, like you wonder how that plays out in conversations because he's got the niece Haley who's married to Bieber. That's right. Yeah. So it's like, you won't believe what Uncle Alec did. Yeah. You know. Anyhow, that's uh, very tragic. The one family, and you would assume now there will probably be lawsuits. It is America, so the uh, cinematographer family will probably sue the production. Or is there insurance somewhere in there? I, I have no idea. Yeah, it's uh, very, very tragic. And I'm surprised, actually, you don't hear more and more of this stuff because one of the big complaints from the movie world is that with Netflix and all these other streaming services, there's just a hunger for content constantly. and uh, And so a lot of people working on movie sets are working like 18-hour days, seven days a week. With that comes exhaustion, and you would think there would be more accidental mistakes. Right. So I'm sure this will open some eyes uh, to people, certainly the people involved who pay for all these things. <laughs> I just saw, and a panic set in, I, I just noticed that uh, the Woman's Network, the Hallmark Channel, Right. Tonight launched this. It's... Tonight, October 22nd, it begins. All the Christmas Hallmark movies are back. And the lovely Maria won't leave the couch (laughs) until December 26th. (laughs) It'll be a Christmas to remember and a Christmas to forget. You and me in a Christmas tree. (laughs) Christmas in the country, Christmas in the city. Christmas with the kids. Christmas without the kids.
0: She really buys into all these,
1: they right? loves them all. Really? Yeah, it's her. She'll admit it. It's it's her guilty pleasure. You know, I think Hallmark Channel and all of them, they, they even do it like Christmas in July. Like, they'll spin yeah. it whenever they can. Yeah,
0: well, listen, they pay a lot to produce these things, so I guess yeah. they got to get their money's worth it's, out of it.
1: It's so great. And they're all the same title, and they're all the same story. Christmas with a tree, Christmas without a tree. Wow. Christmas in a field. Christmas I remember, Christmas on my mind, Christmas I forget. (laughs) Christmas with Dad, Christmas without Dad, Christmas.
0: (laughs) It's just endless. I was just reading that Jordan Sparks will star in Ah. one of the Hallmark Channel movies. You know, the top billing. Yeah, yeah, of course. She's a big, big name Uh, uh, from 1992. uh, About a small town that opens a time capsule after Mm. 100 years. (laughs)
1: Uh, well, you know why?
0: A Christmas treasure. Oh, that's great. She's a newspaper writer who's about she to is. move to New York until she reads her grandfather's journal <laughs> in the time capsule. Oh, and there's a chef who's there for the holidays who she finds... Charming,
1: of uh, course. There and there it
0: is—a Christmas treasure.
1: They just find th- they have this one concept, and it just circles around all the time. There's always a woman who's at some sort of crossroads. Now, this one I can guarantee you is she's kind of caught up in a materialistic world, and she reads this thing, and it takes <laughs> her to a Christmas gone by. <laughs> There's another one. Okay. Uh, you know the band Train? Yes.
0: Uh, drops of Jupiter. That yeah. one. Uh they're turning uh it's Christmas uh, their Christmas in Tahoe album into a Hallmark channel movie very nice Singer Pat Monahan has trained contributed a new song called Mittens <laughs> to the movie <laughs> He also has a role in the film. It's great. It's about a talent booker, her famous musician ex-boyfriend, and a hotel's Christmas show
1: in danger of being canceled. (laughs) Christmas in Tahoe. Beautiful. Yeah. On the Hallmark channel. It's always some woman and she, she either has to go home because her dad has had a heart attack or she's stuck in the city working (laughs) for the mean boss man and she can't get away for Christmas. But she, she has, she has her country roots, you know, in her heart of hearts, she's a country gal, but she's gone to the city. She's gotten a little cold, so she, she finds out her dad's had a heart attack. Ma can't run the farm on her own. Ma seems incapable of doing anything on her own, and so she has to go back. She has to help Ma right. take care of the farm. But in the meantime, she's still texting the big city. She's still wearing the best clothes. Gotcha. You know, She gets caught up in all sorts of things. She slips on ice. She falls down a hill. She ends up in a puddle, and uh, from afar, she notices the guy who runs the Christmas tree uh, store, uh, the Christmas tree uh, thingy, he does it all for charity. He doesn't need the money. Is this a certain movie? No, it's the same story. Oh, it's all... Every time I go into the family room, this is what Maria's watching. Now, <laughs> she loved him back in high school. They were in love. Oh. He's either got a kid that's sick or a dog that's dying. Uh, I mean, Janet just wrote in. She said, don't forget the puppy. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She He's got the puppy. But the funny thing about the dog is the dog is old now, right? <laughs> but the dog, when he sees her... He he becomes a puppy again because he remembers the joy and love these two had together back in high school. It's like a Christmas miracle. Right. This movie is called A Christmas Dog's Miracle. Wow. And the dog literally reverses an age because of the sight
0: of her. It sounds like Maiden Manhattan with Bridget Jones' Diary and Old Yeller all moved into one.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And someone's going to have, there's going to be a big fight. Somebody's heart's going to get broken again. He's going to say, I knew I shouldn't have got messed up with you again. And then she'll remember at the last minute. Usually she gets back to the city. Okay. And then it's a whole planes, trains, and automobiles to get back to him uh, for Christmas Eve. <laughs> and then the dog dies, but they all remember. <laughs> little observation for our good friends in uh, Brooklyn, Ontario. I noticed this yesterday. I was uh, strolling through Brooklyn and... Uh, Boy, they love their Lululemons out there, right? They love the Lululemon. <laughs> they love the Lululemon. You assist, dude. I noticed a lot of Lululemon. <laughs> they love the hairbands. They love the baseball caps, and they love their Lululemon. They're still into swinging. That was, that was a few years yeah.
0: ago. That it was the home of the swingers. I yeah. don't know.
1: Ah, but a yeah. lot of movement in real estate. A lot of change up there. I think the old guard may have left town, and the new guard is—they're too busy walking around with their Lululemons on to be swinging. <laughs> I'd love to swing. I got no time. <laughs> oh, I really believe uh, that uh, the good people at Lululemon should uh, offer up uh, to uh, take over the town and just name it Lululemon, Ontario. Right. Yeah. put the offices there. Yeah. Home of the lemon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a peach. Uh, yeah. It's, it's something else up there. I'll tell you. It's like Stepford Wives going on. Huh. They're all, uh, they're all decked out the same. It's like, what it's a bad look. No, it's, uh, listen, I'm not complaining. Although well, Whitby dudes too, probably, right? Oh yeah, well they, yeah. A lot yeah. of Lulu shorts. Yeah, yeah. Those are cheap. Um, it looks to me like, uh, all of Brooklyn, Ontario has been taken over by NHL hockey players and their wives. <laughs> 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 they all look the same up there. I had me one of those moments this morning as I was leaving the house. I, Scurried out, started the car, like to, you never know nowadays what the weather's like till you step outside unless you check it. But I don't bother checking it. I just kind of stick my nose out and see. Check out what we're dealing with. So I went outside, scurried outside, started up the car, came back in. I'll just let it run for a couple of minutes before we leave. She's tired and old, needs a little time to warm up, even when it's reasonable out. Anyhow, I get back in, collecting all my stuff, wallet, mask, glasses, where's my phone, Where's my vest? I'm looking around, I'm looking, look on the coat rack, look in the closet, look upstairs. Like, what the hell? I always leave it right here on the coat rack, look in the back room, scurry around a couple of times. I'm like, where the what did I do? Did somebody
0: else wear it? Have you worn it already this
1: oh, yeah. season? Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, I've been wearing it. Go and stand in front of the uh, mirror, or I just happen in front of the mirror in the cloak, coat closet. I have it on. <laughs> <laughs> So as you were checking your yeah. pockets, yeah. you didn't realize, I, like... I'd put my phone in everything. <laughs> Actually, no, no, I hadn't I hadn't collected. I hadn't put anything in my pockets. Okay. I had my glasses in my wallet. So nothing that goes in the vest. <laughs> I would put the vest on and then put the phone in and then put the keys in. And I, I just stood there looking at myself going, How, when did you put this on and not even notice? And I know what happens to me anyhow, and it probably happens to all of us. You just go through the random motions of the things you have to do. yeah, But you've got, like... Three other things on your mind. Yeah. I got a guy coming over to look at something today. How am I going to pay for all this debt? You know, that's usually going through, you know, trying to figure out how I'm going to rob Peter to pay Paul. Yeah, where are you going to shuffle the accounts this month? Should I go on the line of credit or should I dip into the savings? Uh, so, yeah, I just stood there looking at myself going, you idiot. Because it wasn't like I had just looked at the coat rack and then in the closet and then realized. I, I must have gone around. The, I did a circuit at least twice. Wow. Yeah, it could also be an age thing. I don't know, but uh, I could <laughs> Well, it's it. also,
0: you know, quarter after two, I believe, is when you get up, right? Uh, oh, yeah,
1: well, because yeah. I got the prep. Right, the yeah. show prep I like to do. Could like, have
0: just been early morning.
1: Well, I stop drinking around 1 a.m. <laughs> I get up at 2.30. <laughs> yeah. And I've, I mean, I've, I've been guilty of this before. I think we've all done this where you're looking for your glasses and they're on your head or you're looking right. for your keys and they're in your hand. Anyhow, that was the way my morning started. I thought you were going to say you were looking for your keys after you'd already
0: started the car.
1: Oh, I've probably done that too. Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I just, I was in such shock when I looked in the mirror and there it was. Well, because we're such like creatures of habit,
0: yeah. right? Like we do things in a certain order and mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, every morning is almost the exact same way. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, you know, it, it just becomes routine. And if you break that at all mm-hmm. and change it up a little bit, or you just you know expect things to be done because you normally do them that way anyway.
1: And and because I'm so kind of last minute, uh in the evening before I go to bed, I have all my clothes figured out for the next morning. I have everything I need, again, wallet, keys, glasses, mask. I know exactly where they are. I make right. sure there they are, I I I, <laughs> I make sure they're in the where they're supposed to be. So that come the morning it's just boom, 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 and out the door. There have been mornings when I can't find my glasses or somebody's moved the, my phone. And because I wait till the last second to do everything, I have very little wiggle room with time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I gave myself an extra 10 minutes, I have to start getting into that frame of mind again. Because every winter when it comes around, you know, you realize, okay, right. probably going to have to clean off the car. I'm going to have to let it warm up. So I got I to gotta buy myself 15 more minutes somewhere. Uh-huh. Anyhow, all's fine with the world. I found my vest. Surgeons in New York took a kidney from a genetically altered pig, put it in a human, and it's working like it should. It's the first time we've been able to do that, and it could be a huge breakthrough for kidney transplants. Right. So next time you go and have yourself a bacon sandwich. I <laughs> think, what more can the pig do for me, especially if you're walking around with one of his kidneys? Can you have bacon after having such transplant, or is that I, just wrong? I don't think you should. Right. You know, the pig's done enough. As right. a matter of fact, <laughs> next time you're walking by a pig pen, you should probably <laughs> nod and salute the pig, because first of all, the pig gave us maybe, maybe the greatest food item ever right. in bacon. I uh, It, it means I cooked some yesterday. I have a vegetarian who lives in my house. Even she walked in and went, "Oh my god, I'd give up vegetarianism <laughs> right now for a piece of that bacon." It just—it not only tastes amazing, it smells amazing when Sounds it's cooking. Sounds good. Like you can
0: the whole package. That's a great way to wake up. Like oh the yeah. The smell of bacon.
1: Oh, you know it's going to be a good day. It's one
0: thing I know. It's something we haven't had, and I don't know when we're getting back to it. But, but walking into a buffet. Mm. And just seeing the big bacon tray there. It's so
1: unbelievable. Oh. Again, I, my feeling on buffets is I love that big tray of bacon. A little put off that it's beside a big bowl of pudding. Right. We seem to have this weird desire to mix this, the dumbest food items together when it comes to a buffet. Do you like a breakfast buffet?
0: Although the disappointment when it's not cooked well enough. Mm. Like you get this that that floppy greasy stuff there.
1: When you get the bad, like when you get down to the bottom of a tray, it's just the bad remains of the eggs. Right. You get the fresh stuff. Yeah. I just don't need chocolate cake and roast beef at the same time. It's <laughs> true. Okay. Point taken. <laughs> it's just too much. But anyhow, thank you, pigs, for being there for us humans once again, saving our bacon. Yeah. yeah exactly. And our lives. Rock mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. And Lucky. The Rock.